Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees have a Hollywood ending for this West Coast trip. Take two out of three in the series against the Dodgers, and overall four out of six on this very successful uh, road trip for the Yankees. Now they come home to uh, face a couple of pairs of Sox. You got the White Sox and then the Red Sox. So getting all that, a lot of positive in the Yankee land. But of course, so, you know, with the Yankees, it's 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 never without an injury. And of course, Nestor Cortez looks like the big name that's going to be down for a while. So getting to all that, but before you do, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. So, um, you know, it's on YouTube, it's on TV, but... This is exclusive for you podcast subscribers out there. So get these little wrap-ups after a little series and a little cool things. This is sort of like the posting I had the other day about Aaron Hicks and my whole theory about why Baltimore picked him up. My kind of insight and little opinion on all that stuff. Again, exclusive for you podcast subscribers. So Yankees after taking two out of three in Seattle, ship over to Hollywood there against the Los Angeles Dodgers, which is always a um, you know big marquee matchup. You know, two classic teams. You know, it was going back to the 50s when it was the Brooklyn Dodgers. And, of course, now the L.A. Dodgers – uh, of course, they've kind of built up their own little history. Of course, most very recently, you always look at the Dodgers as kind of a good barometer of where you are. I mean, now this is not the same Dodger team from maybe a, a year or two ago where it was like real championship level. Obviously, they lost Corey Seager, no more Justin Turner. I remember a couple of years when you had Corey Bellinger, the son of uh, former Yankee Clay Bellinger, just hitting moonshots, you know, say light, light tower power. Okay, it's not that same Dodger team, but it's still a pretty good Dodger team. Uh, that again, if if you go in there in the home territory and take two out of three, I just think it's a good showing of where you're at for the Yankees. So, a uh, very good sign there. But also, um, just good, good good news as we start. I mentioned, you know, uh, at the end of the Seattle series, just you know, the Yankees finally getting the big names back: uh, Giacola Stanton, Josh Donaldson, Tommy Canley. And got to say, in their return uh, so far, it's been pretty darn good. Uh, the only problem is that Luis Severino had his first clunker of the year, and that's where we start off in the first game. This absolutely just got bombarded. Mookie Betts hit a home run off him in the first day, and it would end up having a five-run first inning there. And the game was pretty much over at that point. I mean, you know, luckily for Severino, he kind of recouped a little bit, and at least was able to give the Yankees four innings just to make, make sure it wasn't a total disaster or a total bolt game for the Yankees, but the Yankees were out of this one. But the good news is that uh, some of the, re- pretty much all the returning Yankees contributed. Uh, you had uh, two home runs from Josh Donaldson, hit one early, and this is off of Clayton Kershaw, so a kind of a marquee pitcher. Uh, Gio Collins Stanton also hit a home run in this game. The problem at this point, the Yankees were still down like 7-2, to two, so it really didn't mean much. And then Donaldson, his second one later in the game, uh, but the Yankees would fall in the first game 8-4, to four, and they really had no shot. I mean, this game was over in the first inning, but it's just good to see some of those Yankees come back, as well as Tommy Canely, who we've been waiting for, uh, signed that two-year deal, and kind of had the bicep issue all spring training all the start of this year. Able to contribute as well as an inning relief, getting one strikeout. So, all right, you take the positives from there. It's the first game, kind of, all right, whatever. You just got flown into town, and maybe, I don't know, you just wowed by a celebrity, and it's not paying attention, and who knows. But nevertheless, uh, the Yankees rebounded in this, and really had probably, you know, again, I would say this might have been one of the more satisfying series wins, just for a couple of reasons. Obviously, the game two was is one that's going to get all the fanfare this quote, this course, what average judge did. Uh, ended up literally going through a wall for this team, so you can't ask the captain to do any more than that. But after the first game, Yankees got a little bad news. Ryan Weber, who was kind of the journeyman, uh, you know, called up a, a couple weeks ago, having some arm issues, so he's going to be put on the aisle, as well as Greg Allen, who the Yankees got from Boston shortly before dumping Hicks, him with a hip flexor issue. So he ended up getting put on the aisle, and now that actually it was a little Al Pacino there, so again, we're keeping with the Hollywood theme there, you know, once they got me out, they pulled me back in, and that's Oswaldo Cabrera, who was sent down to AAA before the start of this series. Well, with uh, Greg Allen, the outfielder no longer available, they pulled Cabrera right back, and he guess he learned his lesson from being away from the team for one day, and he would contribute later in this game. But game two was uh, Garrett Cole. Now, interestingly, um, and I kind of say what I did is Boone actually sat Stanton down for the second game, and all right, you know, it's his first game back, and, you know, he's very injury-prone, let's 
let him get a rest. And let him, uh, so a lot of fans were complaining about that. I don't think it was a big deal. Again, let Stanton get his you know, beak wet a little bit in game one, sit him down a little bit just to make sure there's no repercussions or anything like that. Nothing flares up on him. And then, you know, maybe you put him on a, a more regular basis. So I didn't think it was a terrible move. Uh, but interesting enough, the guy that replaced Stan in the lineup, Jake Bowers, uh, he would have contributing in a big way in the second inning. Again, the game at this point was scoreless, but with with DJ LeMayu on Bowers with his first of two home runs in this game, he would hit another in the fourth. So this was the Jake Bowers game. So you sit Stan and the guy you replace him with hits two home runs. So that might have been a better option than Stan anyway. Uh, the Yankees were all big early in this one in the sixth inning. Judge as well hitting a low laser type of uh, line drive home run as well uh, to left field. Put the Yankees up at this point, 5-1. to one. Game's kind of well out of the hand. The only kind of moment you hold your breath a little bit is uh, it turns out after the sixth, the Yankees needed to pull Garrett Cole after 80 pitches. Now, it doesn't look like it's any sort of hamstring issue uh, or groin issue. Uh, the, the, the attribute to cramping, which, okay, maybe the the uh, the air and the weather out there in Los Angeles maybe just got to him a little bit, maybe a little dehydrated. At this point, it doesn't seem like anything serious, but I guess for precautionary reason. Plus, the Yankees are up at this point five to one, and again, the Yankees bullpen have been rolling pretty good lately. I think okay, you don't mess around; just take Cole out after sixty pitches, not a big deal. And then it was Waldo Cabrera in the ninth uh, with the Yankees up five to three, hitting for, you know, as a switch hitter, hitting for the right side of the plate, uh, depositing a home run into left field there at, at uh, Dodger Stadium, puts the Yankees up at that point six to three, and um, hopefully, maybe getting sent down to Triple A scared him straight a little bit, and maybe he starts hitting from here. We'll go to see. And, of course, Clay Holmes, you know, made a little interesting in the ninth with a couple of runners on, but finally put the game away, and the Yankees come away uh, with the 6-3 win. But, of course, all the fanfare went to Aaron Judge early in the game, making a great lunging catch uh, towards right field. His body was kind of taking him towards the wall there. So he caught the ball just on the warning track, and I guess, you know, just running at that speed and such a big guy, he slammed into the wall and actually smashed the wall down. Now that's the bullpen door where the, the relievers come in and actually just broke the door off the hinges. Uh, so an, an amazing play, and it's just going to be one of the iconic, you know, plays you're going to see with the Aaron Judge highlight reel. Uh, this one's definitely up there. And again, remember back in the Seattle's game when they started the series, had that also great home run stealing catch off of Hernandez. Uh, so get Judge do it all. The only problem with this is that when you go through that wall, there it's sort of a, a downward hill, and basically, I guess was Judge Landers' foot. He kind of banged his toe a little bit, uh, so he wasn't available for the third game. Now they're going to scan the toe today. Uh, they're calling some imaging just to make sure there's no cracks here. That that could be a little discerning then if there's a crack in that toe. But uh, Judge was able to stay in the game and finish it out. So I guess you take some good news in that. But, uh, you know, Yankee radio co-host Susan Waldman said after the game that he was visibly limping around in the clubhouse. So it's going to be a concern for the Yankees. It doesn't seem like anything big. But you can understand why maybe the Yankees having uh, today Monday off, why you'd want to get Judge off his feet Sunday so that you get him off technically, you give him two days off in a row, just helps his body recoup. So hopefully, again, that turns out to be nothing, which brings us to game three, which it was a kind of a weird game. It was definitely, uh, you know, obviously when you have the Yankees and Dodgers, you want home runs and big things. But this was kind of a little bit of a small ball game. And it's actually a kind of a satisfying win just because this is the type of game you need to win in the playoffs uh, with the Yankees kind of getting kind of the guys lower part of the lineup really doing all the damage and not, you know, uh, you know, kind of pushing, playing a little small ball, playing contact. I mean, th- th- this game three, satisfying because that's the kind of type of game you're gonna, you have to win in the playoffs. You know, you're not going to get the big home runs again. The Yankees, the problem the past few years, you know, the offense has been nil in the playoffs because – they don't really play small ball, don't make enough contact, and they're relying on the three-run home run, they're relying on the two-run home run, and you just don't get that in the playoffs. So this is why this game three was actually kind of, obviously maybe the most, maybe perhaps the most satisfying win of the year. 
And now Herman was on the mound, and he was just absolutely stellar. And you have to figure that, again, with a 10-game suspension on him, again, there's always going to be eyes on him. So you can't say that, you know, I'm sure he was being inspected very closely with the Ros and all that stuff. So, but he went out there and threw an absolute gem. Perhaps maybe the best start of his career. I mean, it was pretty up there. Ended up pitching into the seventh inning. Actually kept the Dodgers scoreless. The only problem is Ryan Miller on the Dodgers side also kept the Yankees off the board. So this game was scoreless until the seventh inning when finally Yankees got on the board. Uh, Higgy with a little chopper. RBI up the middle there, able to get a run across the Yankees' first run across in the game. But unfortunately, Herman, just maybe the one blemish had in the game, gives up a solo home run to J.D. Martinez, again, the former Red Sox, now with the Dodgers. Tied the game at that point, 1-1. But then Oswaldo Cabrera, again, who hit the home run the day before, again, called up from AAA with a little chip ground out, ends up scoring Rizzo there, gives the Yankees at that point a 2-1 lead. And then in the ninth, the Yankees shortstop, the young gun, the next Derek Jeter. No, let's not go that far. But Anthony Volpe, who, again, not great batting average, but has been supplying the power with his eight home run of the season, then a two-run home run, and put the game away. The Yankees hit with a 4-1 lead at that point, and then um, the Yankees used, this time, Peralta to close the game out. Holmes pitched a little bit earlier, but again, we've seen Boone go to Peralta as a close. That has no problem flip-flopping either of them. Okay, that's great, but you still kind of need a closer. But we'll get into that some other time. And the Yankees come away with the uh, 4-1 to win and take two out of three against the Dodgers. And again, a very satisfying series. It's just you bother about, you know, you got to worry about, um, you know, Judge's toe there. It's like you get Stanton back and you, you're clamoring to get both Stanton and Judge in the lineup. Like it almost never happens for the Yankees. Either one's hurt or the other's hurt. Well, we'll see what happens now. And again, Judge is going to have the um, toe examined and hopefully he's back in there. Uh, the host of White Sox as they come into town, followed by the Red Sox. And that'll be another... National game coming up next weekend, I'm sure, Saturday Night Baseball and ESPN Baseball and all that jazz. But the bad news, of course, Nesta Cortez, who I kind of predicted is kind of pitching hurt. He hasn't been the same this season. We see him get knocked around a little bit. Um, you know, not saying he's been garbage, but he hasn't been as good as he was last season. I figured maybe it was still that groin barking him. It turns out uh, they have to look at his shoulder. The shoulder's been bothering him. He's going to have an MRI today as well. And there's, they're looking at a very likely scenario of a 15-day IL for him. And it probably just makes sense. I think he's been pitching hurt, and maybe finally it's just got to a point where it's too uncomfortable for, for him to get, even get out there. So might be the best thing. Hopefully it's nothing structural, and hopefully this once he comes back, he kind of gets into swing. It's just kind of annoying now. You know, you got Rondon working his way back, and maybe once you're hoping to get him, now Nesta goes down. It's, it seems like you can never get everyone together. But nevertheless, only good news is that, yes, you got Herman got another great start, and it's just kind of fitting Herman started off this road trip with a win and sent the Yankees back home with a win as well. So, you know, kind of bookend there for Herman. But at least you just feel comfortable that Clark Schmidt has been much better lately. I've been beating on him, but you know he's in there. I guess he's going to get a couple more starts there until Nesta comes back. So that's the episode. All things glowing for the most part with the Yankees. Got to worry about Judge's toe and Nesta, but Yankees rolling along. Still in third place because the AL East is just that tough. But Yankees playing some really good baseball right now. And, um, you know, just good sign Cabrera maybe from that one game being a triple-A, hopefully learned his lesson. He can start picking up a little bit. And he's happy Stanton's back and Donaldson's back. And, look, Donaldson's just got to be on his toes because Hicks ain't here anymore. So I guess all the focus right now is going to be on Josh Donaldson. So he has a bad couple of weeks. He's going to hear it. And you got Francisco Lindor over there in Queens hitting 213. He's hearing it right now. And because, you know, the Yankees are in a much better position than the Mets right now. But, of course, Yankee fans are going to want to pick that one play. It's always that one play they want to pick on, whether it's A-Rod, uh, whether it's Kyle Fonsworth. There's always something they want to pick on. Right now, it's, you know, with Hicks gone, it's going to be Donaldson. So he needs to be on his toes. So hopefully he can just pick it up and have a you know, much better season for the Yankees than he did last year. Catch you next time. Mm-hmm.